Hey everybody, I'm Jack Midkiff, and I want to welcome you to my podcast. I'm uh, super excited that you're with me today. Um, I hope that you're enjoying these podcasts. I hope that you are sharing them. I hope that uh, they're helping you, and I hope that they're entertaining. Because uh, when I started thinking about it, and we sat down and we just tried to figure out what a Jack Midkiff podcast would look like, uh, I I know that I wanted to talk about just stuff because um, I am a Christian and I love God with my whole heart. But I also um, I live in this world and there I have a lot of interest. I have a lot of things that that are uh, important to me and things that I enjoy, things that I think about that are not always, uh, we'll say, churchy or religious. I think it's all relevant to uh, who God is to us because I believe that I'm a three-part being and that's, you know, I'm a spirit living in a body possessing a soul, which is my mind, my will, my intellect. And so, therefore, um, I like to talk about things that uh, bring me uh, pleasure and 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 really one of the biggest things on this channel and, and on these podcasts is to bring things to you that I think and hope will be helpful to you. Um, I have lived quite a bit of life. There's a lot of things I hadn't done in life, but there's a lot of things that I have. A lot of situations that I have uh, lived through, dealt with, uh, been a part of my life and so i i always want to as entertaining and as um interesting as i want to make these i also i just quite frankly i want to um, help somebody if i can because i think uh, i think we're pretty shallow in life if we're not willing to reach out and help somebody so that brings me to the topic today. I want to talk about patience. Now, I'm not necessarily going to talk about patience as a fruit of the Spirit that the Bible talks about, which that's exactly what it is. I want to talk, though, about patience in a more kind of a practical kind of way. And I want to talk this this. This uh, podcast may be a tad more interesting to the, the males than the females because I have a lot of young men, and I'm honored that this happens, <coughs> but I have a lot of young men that come to me and they say, I want you to tell me or teach me or show me or share with me how to be successful. I think success is is relative. I think success is in our perspective. Although I do think there's some things that I've encountered that I'd like to share uh, as a man. I you know, the reason I say this may not be as interesting to a woman because I've never been a woman. Now, in today's society, we kind of got that option, but I think I'm going to 
tap out on that one personally. I'm going to stick with where I'm at. <laughs> but there may be things that uh, I say that, that quite frankly, the female may not understand the perspective, but, but shooting straight from a man uh, and, and vice versa, there's things that a woman can teach a woman that I can't, but shooting straight from a man's perspective I do believe that I've encountered some things that I could help a young man avoid some of the pitfalls, avoid some of the the struggles. And one of the one of the first things I want to say to you, and this could go to both genders, but but especially to you young men out there in your, you know, early twenties, maybe even up into your thirties, and you're still uh, as the old saying goes, figuring it out. First of all, don't pressure yourself so much like you're, like there's a time limit on this thing. At 53, as we're taping this today, at 53, I'm still figuring it out. Give yourself time and give yourself grace to make a few mistakes. Now, with every mistake, you better know that there's a consequence. So we want to avoid <laughs> at least the big ones. But if I believe that, uh, that I have given control of my life to my Creator, and I do believe that He's guiding me through His Word and just through a daily, a daily communication with Him, then then I have to trust that the mistakes I do make, he'll help me figure out how to use those mistakes to become stronger, to become wiser, to become better as a, as a man. Because let me tell you something. Uh, today, I feel like I'm a better daddy than I've ever been. Why? Because I have more patience. Um, sometimes I make mistakes. Sometimes I lose my cool. Sometimes I, you know, say things that I have to go back and say, listen, I apologize. I forgive me or whatever. And always be willing to do that to the people you love, by the way. That's another one of those things that I think uh, I'd like to pass on when you talk about patience. Be patient with yourself. Be patient with the people around you that you love to the point that if you get familiar and you get that familiar tone going in your life, which, which we do with our, our children and our spouses and even our best friends, our mothers or dads, we get that thing going and we're familiar. And then, then those people that really mean the most to us sometimes catch the, the blunt or the brunt um, of our impatience. And um, they don't deserve that. You deserve to give yourself grace, and they deserve for you to give them grace. Or at least if you want a good relationship with them, if you want a good relationship with yourself, if you don't want to get up one day and just be so you know, flipping disgusted with your lack of uh, 
achievements, then that starts by giving yourself grace. But when I see young men in marriages, uh, let me talk about that for a minute. When I see young men trying to accomplish something for their family, first of all, my hat's off to you. Thank God for young men that will sacrifice for their families. Um, this may be a little blunt, but we've got too many grown men more worried about the next level on the video game than making sure their wife feels secure. I hope you didn't turn me off just then, but if you're still listening, there's nothing wrong with the video game. I can put my guitar. I love guitars. I I was joking with my my uh, daughter just a few minutes ago. She was helping me. She she is the producer of this uh, podcast, and she helps me so much, and along with so many others. But uh, we were setting this up and getting all the cables ran, and I she said, "Can I move this guitar?" And it just made in this one little room right here. It just made the third one that I had setting out, and that's not counting, you know, the I think six i got setting out at my house i the the same way that different people like uh video games i love guitars i can put that just as wrong in my life as so when i say things like that i'm not picking on you i just it's just a real thing it's just relevant um so the point is make sure that you don't allow anything even work Hey, the Bible says if you don't work, you don't eat, right? So even if it's work, don't allow anything to get in the way of you allowing the people that you love, the people that matter most to you, um, have their right place. Be patient with them to put a demand on you. If, if your wife is, is really adamant and you go into the grocery store with her, Suck it up, buttercup. Get in the truck and go to the grocery store with her. There may be a time that you want her to sit down and watch a NASCAR race with you or, or watch you hit that next level or uh, be with you while you're on stage playing guitar. And those things are not gratifying to her at all. But when we acknowledge and learn that, first of all, you sacrificing a little bit is not going to derail your life goal. <laughs> but it's going to really enhance it in all seriousness. So take a big old deep breath. Um, get you a piece of chewing gum. Whatever it is you need to do to have a little way to uh, get through that nervous energy that you got because you hate walking down the the aisle at the supermarket and remember why you're doing it remember who you're with patience patience in um maybe maybe you're not in a job that you want right now when i was in my 20s i you know i did whatever i had to do to make a living i don't regret one stupid little silly job i had I don't regret one of them. I got some that I don't want to go put an application in again for. 
<laughs> you know. But I don't regret one of those because on each of those occasions, whether it was, you know, getting a few extra bucks by helping somebody mow a yard, whether it was working at the funeral home um, because I could fit that in between my other three full-time jobs, um, whether it was, you know, going every night to a stage show in Pigeon Forge and then leaving there and being at my job in Maryville for a th for the, you know, third shift by 12 o'clock and being on time. And I don't regret any of that. Matter of fact, I choose to think back now and go, I remember that, that time we were driving up Chapman Highway, which is a highway close to me here in Knoxville. I remember that. And I remember this and that. And so every incident of my 20s, when, when I was doing jobs, some of them, a lot, a lot of them, matter of fact, I didn't feel like was helping me accomplish any life goal whatsoever. Looking back in retrospect, it was. It was teaching me how to, you could call it roll with the punches. You could call it adapt to situations. You could call it um, learning how to be patient with a hateful boss, an unfair employer, whatever. The one thing I want you to get is your situation on this earth is temporary. Now, if you want it to be long-term, then support a long-term um, relationship. Your marriage can be temporary, but if you want it to be long-term, do things that will accomplish long-term. Maybe your job, you go, I ain't doing this forever. Okay, you don't have to, but set some goals for the next year, the next month if it's the next week you've probably already got things in motion set some goals as to when you want to end that that's another thing that uh and this is a word that i've been feeling the last especially the last couple of days really strong as we're recording this but it's a word that i also would like to pass on today to anybody that is interested is uh deliberate be deliberate be deliberate in your words be deliberate in your actions be deliberate in the things that you uh, want to accomplish because you know if you want to be an architect you probably need to work on uh, your mathematics you need to work on uh, your your drawing, your uh, your ability with a pencil and a projector and a, a, a rule, a ruler. Those are the things that support, and there's lots of others. So, but those are some of the things that just comes to mind that support being an architect. Uh, design. When's the last time you sat down and just looked at and studied a set of blueprints? Well, guess what? That's what you're going to be doing. So long term, maybe you might be driving a truck right now 
and you want to become an architect. Maybe you're a janitor and you want to uh, drive a truck. Maybe you are um, a secretary but have the desire to be the CEO. When you're in your 20s and 30s, one of the biggest travesties that we can do to ourselves is to allow our mind to become encapsulated with the now. I never encourage anybody to run too fast past the now. I'm going to get to that point in a second. But, but what I mean is set goals, um, put some times on those goals because you've heard this before. I've even said this before. Um, your dreams only work if you do. So be patient with the now, but set those goals and start working toward those goals. One of the things that I ran into time and time and time again in my 20s, even in my 30s, to be honest, late 30s, early 40s, I started to really figure out what I feel like I was put on this earth to do, and peace has come. Peace has never been in my life like it is now. Um, my mid and late 40s were pretty um, pretty rocky because if you know me, you know that uh, I was 46 years old and my my wife, my best friend, my the children of my uh, the mother of my children, uh, my life partner, she went to heaven. So the last part of my 40s getting even into my early 50s, I I made, you know, a couple stupid choices and and mistakes and and just in the last year or two I've gotten to that place of really the last year, um the last few months more than ever before. But to get in that place of peace in my life and to be able now to understand how important patience is and to be more patient with people, to be more patient with yourself, give yourself a break. I didn't say be lazy. I didn't say you're off the hook from working hard. But in my 20s and 30s, I really struggled with that thing of I'm not doing anything to uh, accomplish my dreams and my goals and I'm working this job that's dead end. Little did I know that I would learn, little did I care, <laughs> that I would learn some pretty important things in places that I didn't want to be to help me be more content in the places that I am now. So I try my best every day to send my children. Right now, as I sit here, um, I've got uh, three children, and they all live in different, uh, different cities. And um, one, one of my sons is in Tulsa, Oklahoma for a while. Uh, my oldest son has lived in Nashville for go, going on 13 years. Uh, my daughter has lived in Nashville after she graduated high school. She lives in Maryville now here uh, where I live. 
but they're all in different places. But I, I have a desire that we stay close because families, siblings have a tendency to spread out after the ghetto. Well, I have to be intentional. So every day I send a text, a group text, and now my daughter-in-law is in that text and she's one of my kids. Um, but I am very intentional in sending that out so that they can respond. And, and if I don't, I always send to them uh, something that my wife and I started when we first got married at 20 years old. Uh, one would say, this is the day that the Lord has made. And the other would say, I will rejoice and be glad in it. I send just about every morning. I try unless I get busy and forget. Um, I try to send out about every day. This is the day the Lord has made. And when they come back and say, I will rejoice and be glad in it. I, as their father, have led them that day, even though we're miles apart, I have led them in a positive step toward their day. And I do that deliberately, intentionally. I've also, um, I've also checked in with them. That's, that's one thing that is a benefit of that. I know that they're good because um, they're, they're saying that and they're agreeing with me. So in my 20s and 30s when my kids were small, and I would be at these jobs that I would just be really <laughs> hating. I'd have all this impatience and I'd go, oh my gosh, I want to be with my kids. I want to be with them. And, uh, but that taught me the importance of finding ways to stay connected, finding ways to be deliberate to keep my family close. Because I don't want my family to drift apart like I see some families drifting apart. And if I'm... You know, if I'm not learning anything, if I haven't learned anything in my 20s, my 30s, um, even my 40s, here I am in my early 50s, then all I'm doing is repeating cycles, and I'm not leading anybody, and I don't have any peace myself. So if you are a 30-year-old man today, 25-year-old man, 40-year-old man, and you've got children and you go, I need to spend more time with my children. Okay, maybe you do. Maybe really you do. But don't let that, don't let that make you hate the moment. Just be more deliberate in, in your choices in what your day holds. Enjoy the time. I, I can think back. I can think back of being in my, uh, being one job in particular, being in the break room. And these guys would be in there, and I would, uh, I remember enjoying that conversation that I didn't get anywhere else. Because at that moment, all I was, I wasn't a fellow musician that someone counted on me to play my part. I wasn't a, a Sunday school teacher that someone was waiting for me to instruct them on something, because that was kind of my capacities at that time. I wasn't that to them all i was was just another dude they were hanging out with and now as i have been a pastor for 25 years do you know i'm going to be pretty open here do you know i love to be in rooms where i'm just another dude and i get to feel that camaraderie i get to feel that um that that respect that's just because i'm a man that just because I treat them with respect, they treat me with respect. 
No special treatment. I appreciate the honor that people give me. I appreciate. But I also, because I guess I'm just who I am, I also like hanging out with people and talking about absolutely nothing of relevance sometimes. You know, some some dude come off with, uh, man, I cracked a block in my old truck the other day, and it was doing this, and it was making this noise, and just talking about things that, I'm interested in as a man, but have no really substance in my life. But that's one thing I enjoy. Find time to be yourself. Just find time to allow, you know, sit over in a corner, drink a cup of coffee and listen to two old men argue about something in a friendly kind of way. Um, I... it's just, it does your soul good. And if I could tell you one more, and I'm almost finished. But if I could give you one more bit of advice, young man. Hey, young lady, if, if it helps you, that's fine too. But young man, if I could give you one bit of advice that I wished I knew back then. Figure out a way to keep your soul happy. If that means get up and turn on... Uh, Willie's Roadhouse on Sirius XM. I don't know who does that. <laughs> so that you can hear Webb Pierce saying, there stands a glass, and that make you smile. Okay, do that. If it's get up and uh, read your Bible, which I do too. If it's get up and turn a Western on, which I've done. Set an atmosphere where your soul can be happy because... Um, your soul is important to to your um, to your attitude. Your soul is important. The condition of your soul and the position of your soul is is important to um, how you treat people. You get in a, an old crabby mood. You know, you get when you get up going, oh, I have to go to work instead of getting up and going. Thank you, Jesus, for my job so that I can pay my bills, feed my family, and uh, eat. When you take that attitude instead of, oh, God, I hope Fred or Jimmy or Margaret or whoever it is, I hope they're absent today. When you wake up with a dread, your soul, your, your mind, your will, your intellect, your heart gets in a place that not a lot of people want to be around you and quite frankly you probably won't either so if i could if i could leave you with one bit of of hey this helped me maybe it'll help you kind of advice figure out a way to keep your soul happy figure out a way to get up every day and uh smile laugh i follow uh, comedians on and a lot of it is is silly stupid church stuff and the reasons it's funny because it stuff that really happens but i follow some of these comedians just so that periodically during the day when i um, scroll through and i see them i stop and i'll just have me a little laugh and it lightens my day i didn't always do that i had to learn that but I'm so glad I did. So 
figure out a way how to operate in patience. Figure out a way how to keep your soul happy. And uh, figure out a way how you can get notifications when Jack Midkiff drops a new podcast on Thursday mornings. And share that with your friends and your family because I really uh, do enjoy hanging out with you. And, uh, hey, we're going to... We're going to be doing lots of cool stuff in 23, hopefully, that will be of interest to you. Maybe some on-location things. And, uh, hey, I hope you have a great day, all right? And keep your soul happy. It's nobody else's responsibility but yours. I'm Jack Midkiff. I'll see you next time.